This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? Oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us once again for the podcast. Uh, joining us via the telephone from Florida is our friend Jeff Ash. He talks with us uh, on these Fridays. And uh, Lefty, I always enjoy when I get a chance to talk to you when you're traveling someplace. Uh, last week, I didn't get a chance, so Greg Snow filled in for you. Last Friday, you were right in the middle of where you were traveling, off to yeah. Florida. Yep, that is right. Um, we came a week ago uh, just to hang out a little bit um, and enjoy the weather and the beach. So we were down in a place called Lauderdale-by-the-Sea, and our two daughters joined us for like six days. So basically, that was just a pool and beach uh, vacation, mixing a little work along the way, but um, but now we're here in Vero Beach, which I, I was reminiscing as I was walking by the beach because I talked to you last year from there. We had terrible reception, but I remember walking <laughs> around by the beach yeah. a year ago. So here we are again, and it's our it's a game day. It's our first one. It's kind of doesn't really feel real. Like we're it's you know for real baseball. It's like their season starting. You know, you had a team that wants to beat you. And you're not just messing around against your your buddies in the fall ball or yeah it matters but you're just kind of screwing around this is for real so it's pretty exciting for us no doubt vero beach didn't that used to be dodger town do they have that's where they play yeah Yeah, that's where they play yeah they still do uh, the jack yeah the jackie robinson training complex is what it's called but it's they call it dodger town yeah so i'm sure i said it last year but um for all the new listeners we have of course you know the (laughs) the uh it's you would love it because it's got like all of the old um, buildings and stuff that mm-hmm. the Dodgers trained in. So you walk through the halls and there's pictures of all of the old, you know, well Jackie Robinson, Tommy Lasorda, Oral Hershiser, Fernando Valenzuela, all of these old Yankees, you know, and some of them are in black and white, some of them are just old pictures. And then there'll be a sign on the wall that says like media room, and you're just a guy like me who loves the history of baseball is just thinking. So these guys were in there, you know, and there was however many reporters, you know, with their little press hat on or, you know, like they used to have, (laughs) you know, writing notes down on paper and pencil and asking, you know, questions, but it's still baseball and that's where it all started. And it's, it's so neat. So I'm glad they're playing there. It's a nice complex. The stadium that the Dodgers played on is called Holman stadium. Okay. So the boys get to play two or three times there and that's an old, you know, grandstand. It's big and massive, but that's where they played. And then they have, you know, kind of like they do at Hammond Stadium where they have all those auxiliary fields that are, you know, the playing surfaces and stuff are nice but not a lot around it. So then they have some games on those um, facilities too. But they're all within the same complex, so it's it's a great area. No doubt. So that must be where uh, St. Cloud goes then in springs to, to get in their spring work, that is the same place each year? Yeah, well, they were talking about going to Myrtle Beach this year, but then they found out, that the competition wasn't what they wanted, so they ended up coming back here. So it isn't necessarily a for sure thing. I don't think they came here before last year, but our, for our two years, this is where it's been, and we thoroughly enjoyed the Vero Beach area. I had never been here before, but it's super chill vibe, and um, we're just staying a block off off the ocean in a little resort type of a place. So it's pretty pretty neat, and it's for me, kind of transitioning from the whole oh you're on vacation a little bit to seeing all the boys and you know you know this well but just and i've talked about it so many times but i just love all of the sounds of baseball and yeah. they're chanting and you see 
25 guys up on the top of the dugout, you know, when your team takes the field and all the chirping and just, oh, man, it gets my blood flowing big time. I get so dang excited about it and just, just to watch them because think about it, Todd, how worry-free we were back when we were 20 years old playing baseball. <laughs> right. They're, they're thinking about the first inning. That's all they're thinking about, you know. We're thinking about, well, we got this. Do I need water for the game? Do I have anywhere to go to the bathroom? Do I, you know, they're just like, let's go. Yeah, Let's get some guys on base. Let's chirp at the other team. Let's just be crazy, and we don't got to care in the world. What an awesome time of their lives. No doubt, no doubt. So where is Brooks playing? Is he pitching again this year? He is pitching. Um, I don't know that it's for sure or anything, but he thought he might be starting the fourth game. Okay. Um, so that Which would be tomorrow. They're doubleheaders, so. Um, we play a team called Chesapeake today that I just looked for a minute before we got on. I'm not positive. I think they're on the East Coast somewhere, Okay, um, which would make sense just because of the name. But, yeah, um, yeah. And then tomorrow, I can't remember either. But, yeah, we pretty much play doubleheaders every day. They have Monday off, but otherwise it's every day except for Monday until they leave. They play doubleheaders. So mm. um, when we have quite a few pitchers, but you know how that goes. You're going to need them when you have that many games, and yeah. especially it's first time out. There's going to be. As good as the weather feels down here and as good as your body feels from that, um, you still somebody's going to get a sore arm and you're, who knows how it's going to go. So I'm just excited to see it all unfold and hear that crack and whether it's the crack of the bat or the crack of the catcher's mitt and somebody making a diving play and seeing them hoop and holler a little bit. So I hope it's us hooping and hollering the most. They're, they're still using metal bats in college, right? They are, yep. Uh, how, they're not like the ones we used to use, Todd. Right, they're, they're not not as juiced. They <laughs> they, they kind of toned them down a little because they, they needed to. They did. Yeah. I don't know that they're much more than a wooden bat now, and what you yeah. kind of see in the – I mean, there's still some guys that get stats in the NCAAs, but it's nothing like like it used to be. Um, I'm glad I played in that era. Um, yeah. Sometimes I think about the, how you used to pitch and play the corner infield in that area. There was some smoke on those balls. Yeah, but, no doubt. Um, but – yeah, and there's obviously still crazy good baseball, and uh, I think the athletes are maybe a tad bit better than we were, Todd. Um, <laughs> no, but the, the training we is so much better these days. The the diet, totally. uh, you know, uh, they they show them how to eat and how to work out. Yeah, it's a lot different. We were yeah. on our own, man. I trained with twelve ounce curls when I was pitching. That's I don't uh, <laughs> I don't remember ever worrying about what I was eating. No, not the least. I just ate. That's right. I just ate and. Yeah. I don't remember either complaining about my arm was sore. You just, I was like, well, I say my arm was sore. That means I don't get to play. So, no, it feels great. Yeah, <laughs> that's just it. So. I know I pitched through a sore arm quite a bit. I don't know. We just didn't think about that. They, they have to think yeah. about it now. You don't want your kid winding up with Tommy John. But back when no. we were pitching, I had a sore arm. I pitched a lot. Uh, with a yeah. sore arm, and and then eventually my elbow blew as I got a little bit later uh, on in my career. But but yeah, that's that's so much fun to be down and be around a team. There's nothing like being a part of team, and second best is being right next to the team. So your son is on it, and you get to know all those people around it. That it just creates uh, such a nice community. I know, and I just I love all the boys, and you love to kind of see. Well, of course, we got a whole influx of new freshmen now too that you got to kind of get to know them and what their personalities are and what you can start counting on no different than as a teammate the same kind of things you're like well what can i trust from you and what what can we what can i expect out of you what are you going to bring to the table here you know kind of what's going to be what piece of this are you going to fill for us the thing that's kind of cool for us now is that we went through one whole year of kind of seeing what this was like and then you know like last year getting to the the world series which was so cool Mm -hmm. it's like more of a, a laid out thing that I can 
I can touch. You know, I can be like, okay, well, this is what it took last year. Dude, I had no idea what was going on last year. Like, I don't. Are we good? Or how do we compare to other teams? What is? I don't even know what the playoff format is. You know exactly how that works. So now it's like the World Series this year is in New York. Well, we'll I've never been to New York. What a cool thing for yeah. all of these boys. It might be the only time they get to go to New York in their whole life. Right. Know? Right. So um, that's the end goal, and um, and you kind of it just feels a little bit different this year, but there was also an innocence and a no expectation to last year too. Like you didn't know any better. Now you're like, okay, we made it last year. So obviously anything less than that is not going to be acceptable, but puts, it adds a little pressure when you've done it too. And you know, all the other teams that are kind of shooting for you. So it's got a little bit of a different feel this year because you have expectations, but also just kind of an understanding of how, what it takes and how it can be, which is good. It, it None of it's bad. It's just a different feeling, but it's it's super exciting. And I, the nice part is that all I have to do is be a dad and be a fan. You know, yeah, I don't I don't right. have to execute anything. Right. I don't have to throw strikes. I don't have to come up with a big hit. Yeah. But it's sure fun to see them do that and kind of see them get their legs and and find their identity too. So it's it's going to be cool. And it's always fun to have new guys and some of the old guys that you know what to expect. But then the new guys bring in a whole new energy and sort of the you know sort of the parents. So and coaches all have another year under their belt too of of what to expect and lay out for the guys so yeah obviously i could talk about this for hours if not days it's <laughs> it's a pretty fun thing for an old baseball guy that just loves it so much and then you get your kid playing and they he's sending me dad we're wearing whites today here's our new jerseys he's got the same number i always had he got that number this year so that's kind of cool for me too and just uh, they have new unis and it's just like ooh, can't wait white unis he's got the pants pulled up today so he's gonna have stirrups on it's like what's better than all this right stuff? just great right that's for sure Nothing better than a baseball uniform right yeah that's right that's right yeah. uh even though i used to you know because i have chicken legs so, some, <laughs> so <do I. laughs> sometimes the uh the stirrups and the sannies didn't stay up very well so i'd throw know, a pitch like and then i'd guys. battle my socks i'd throw a pitch <laughs> and i'd battle my socks you know but nonetheless, those high stirrups with the high white sanitaries, if I didn't wear that, my mom would be disappointed. She loved that look. Uh, she loved oh, the, love the knee-high pants and then the stirrups yep. and, and sanitaries uh, after that. But it was a pain to wear that. <laughs> yeah, and the stirrups are kind of back now, too. So Are they? You know, they, for, for a while, they're, and a lot of the guys still in the major leagues, they have those long pants, you know, like yeah. they're putting, they're strapping them underneath their shoes even, you yep. know, with elastic or whatever. And, yep. But no, now now they got um, the, the actual stirrups are coming back. So you'll see a lot of guys with stripes on their stirrups, and you'll see all of that and all the color. Um, but yeah, I used to always look down if I didn't have the right pants. I, I had the same thing, little chicken ankles. So I'd look down and see this big old look like yeah. <laughs> look like Ty Cobb back in the day <laughs> with the big bloomers on is what it looked like. And then you have these little ankles down there. But I always I love the I love seeing guys. It just looks so cool. It's yeah. baseball. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> So, so to your mom's point, absolutely, that's yep. the way it should be worn. That's the best look. Uh, so no yeah. golf for you then uh, while you've been down there, huh? No, I was going to bring my clubs this year. I had a bag check with the idea that I was going to bring them. And then, well, the first area we were at, I started doing research, and it was like 25, 30-minute drive to get to a golf course. It's just one of those areas ah. where because of the waterways and stuff, there wasn't a lot of golf courses close. So then okay. I was like, I don't know. Do I want to mess around with this? Do I want to miss out on hanging out with my daughters or whatever? And I honestly didn't think about it for the first about four days. And then I did a little. Um, I thought about maybe renting them here, but we have, you know, double headers every day, too. Yeah, it takes so up some time. Really, yeah. Yeah. Besides the day off. And on the day off, like, Brooksy, they let the, the boys come and hang out with their parents, like, on that 
day. So like the night before, he'll come and stay at our place and stay overnight with us, or at least he did last year so he can get a good meal and do that. But then they kind of have a beach day. So last year, you know, snow hooked me up on a private course here. That was just amazing. Um, So I did that on the Monday, the day off. But I don't think it's going to happen this year um, just just because. Uh, And now we're kind of busy with baseball. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, the courses back home are open. I think. They are. Eagle Creek open today and uh, yeah. through the weekend, and then it's going to get cold and possibly snow again the start of okay. next week, and Oakdale is open. I'm sure there's others. I just haven't looked for all of them. Those are the two that I, I was notified uh, anyway. So, yeah, there's golf being played up here. Not by me personally because no. I, go to, I go to Fergus Falls tonight for a boys' game, Fergus Falls again okay. tomorrow for a girls' game, and then I go to the cities on Sunday to see the Timberwolves. I haven't seen them yet this year, so oh, going fine. on Sunday. So there won't be any golf for me. Uh, but there will be it's golf nice played though, right? around nice the area. Day today, though, there. Nice beautiful, day today, there. beautiful. Yep, sixty today. Uh, similar tomorrow. So yeah, the weather's just been the weather's been terrific all week, Lefty. So it, it's better in Florida. But for a Minnesotan staying here <laughs> in Minnesota, the weather this week has been uh, really easy to take. Yeah, I'd still love to come home to good weather. So I'm I'm all for it. Obviously, it's not quite this humidity and this the greenness that's here and no ocean right next to me, but. Um, I would love to come home to some nice weather, no snow. So we didn't get much snow, did we? No, no. like nope. Fargo had like five, six inches. But. Yeah, we got a we got a trace. That was it. So nope, didn't okay. get much earlier this week. A little dash. It was cold a couple of days, but yeah. now it's nice again. Uh, so it's not bad at all. You were talking about um, going to Ferguson stuff, but yeah, I know before we got on air, we were talking about all of the different things that are going on right oh, now. Oh, crazy! Um, trying to keep track of. So, like, for us with McCray, our girls are in, have a big matchup against our rival Prince for tonight down. I, I think it's in Monty, but it's the second round of their subsection. Yep. Um, our local guy from McCray, Brady Heenitz, Gustavus, won their conference tournament, so they're playing in the NCAAs tonight. Uh, we got the NSIC tournament tomorrow for basketball. So um, just tons of stuff that we're keeping track of just because we love it so much. Yep. Um, and it's just normally we're trying to get through winter right now like we're starting to see the light when you're in minnesota it's been a little different this year but those uh whether it's the ncaa tournaments or high school tournaments that's what kind of gets you over the hump here and into spring so yeah i've always just loved this time of the year when it comes to that yeah no doubt uh college basketball is heading toward the conference tournaments i think start next weekend uh, here they had uh, caitlin clark was in town yeah. uh the other night and they blew the gophers out by 48 yep. points and she had 33, and she's such a phenomena. They were sold out at Williams Arena, more than 14,000 uh, fans awesome. there, which is a huge crowd for these days. I remember going when it was 20,000. Uh, of course, they would lock the fire marshal out of the building uh, in those days. They've, <laughs> they've since changed things a little bit, some of the seating to make, to make it, just in case there would be a fire that people could actually get out. Uh, so you don't ha- can't have 20,000 in there anymore. But, but what a game that must have been. What an absolute phenomena she has turned out to be. Yep. But when people love to watch greatness, especially when it comes, you know, she isn't all that humble how she plays. But when you nope. talk to her, she is humble. She's, hey, yeah. uh, she credits her teammates, her coaches. While she's playing, there's definitely some swag to her game. Uh, but but, yeah. when, but when she's talking and stuff, she's just uh, uh, just a terrific role model. Yeah, and I, I think we, it was probably a couple of weeks ago we talked about that because we were talking about her breaking the scoring record. Yeah. I was watching it and actually taping it at the time and that she pulled up from just over half court to 
break the record and then drop 49 that night. But yeah. um, I know yesterday she just announced that she, this is her last year, which I was. Oh, she did announce about. that. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Wow. Which just surprised me because I think she is making more money right now in the NIL, but yeah. maybe some of that money translates to even on to next year. You know, I don't know how these contracts work. I don't think they just I don't know either. either. I think, you know, but yeah. um, I was kind of surprised at that. But even in her, her final message or it's probably not her final message but it was the message kind of explaining that you know she just talked about one of her favorite things is all the you know the little girls that she's inspired yeah i mean they we we just see little glimpses of it but i can't even imagine you know like a hawkeye game and all those little girls in their 22 jerseys just caitlin 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 yeah Uh, we we don't quite have that following cod in our lives so we don't know what it's like to have you know all those people cheering us and wanting a piece yeah but she must if if you were, I mean, there's plenty of stars that you just you're like you're just kind of a dink, you know. Like you just, you <laughs> That's right. You know, yeah. That's you know, right. For lack yeah. of a better word, but they, yeah, they she, don't have great personalities, but she does. Yeah, and she backs it up on the floor. And yeah, I mean, what an awesome thing for women's sports. I mean, she is. She's basically, I'm sure, made girls. You know, and that's what she always says. She goes, "I wasn't anything, you know," and I just believed in it. And some of that sounds cliche, but. In women's sports, and which is obviously coming on, but having that dream at, at when she was young too, you know, you kind of think of the, what whoever her role models were, and she has really built that into something awesome for all these young, and it's not just girls, but to have a woman figure like that for the young girls, that's just so cool. Of course, you know, I'm a little biased towards some of the girls' sports too, having daughters that played and loving all of that, but I just, I just love to see it for their sport and for not just for them though either it's like i i tune in when she plays like it is so entertaining for me to watch her play because it's like steph curry it's like is this for real like yeah they're like video games you know yeah. like it's just unbelievable the skill that they have because that basket isn't that big no and as the further you get out there's a lot of variables and they just can shots left and right from deep and i don't know how you can't appreciate that Oh yeah, that's right, and and she's just <laughs> she's just so amazing uh, in in what she does. So you know, there's been some great college players uh, that have come out and gone on to the WNBA, but unfortunately, it it hasn't really moved the needle for that league right. to to become more widely watched, uh, more attended. The average attendance at a WNBA game is right in the seven thousands. Uh, right in there, the lowest is Atlanta, just over three thousand per game, uh, and then the uh, Minnesota Lynx are uh, in there. Where are they at? They're fourth in the league in attendance uh, last year at uh, seventy-seven hundred. Uh, the okay. leader is Las Vegas at ninety-five hundred. Phoenix is averages and uh, Seattle about nine thousand fans per game too. So that's good attendance, but it isn't uh-huh. sold out arenas. But maybe Caitlin Clark is the one who moves that needle further, and suddenly the arenas sell out in the WNBA. Yeah, because her, I would assume Paige Beckers will be coming soon to the yep. WNBA. She's got a you know a big following. Obviously, she's had some injuries, but she's but a there's girl. but there's she's, been big stars you know that have yeah, come I out. Ionescu, really. uh, Brianna yeah. Stewart. I mean, there's been players who are generational. Right. Everybody thought didn't really yeah. move the needle once they went to the WNBA. Maybe maybe Caitlin Clark uh, is the yeah. one. Lefty, we're all out of time. We could go on and on about this because we both have a lot of passion uh, for this. I appreciate it. Safe travels. When are you coming home? Uh, um, next Thursday. So I think Wednesday is the last game. Thursday we fly out. I think that's the math anyway. So, all right. So, yeah, we've got like 10, 10 games down here when you, with the doubleheader. So, Great. yeah, it's, 
and, and uh, next time we talk, we're going to have uh, quite a bit of start on the season. So it'll be fun to talk about. Lefty, thanks so much. All right, Todd. Have a good weekend. Jeff Fash joining us on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.